Bonjour and welcome to the double click on saliency. So um, if you wanted to go back, um, there is the post about uh, trauma as a Frankenstein's monster. And so last week I did a double click on on this and this week I'll be doing a double click on saliency, which comes out of that podcast. So if you haven't uh, listened to that podcast, please go back and listen to it. Otherwise, just enjoy this short little bitty piece of information about saliency. So one of the interesting parts about the human brain is that the human brain is literally a pattern recognition machine, which means that we look at multiple things together, we compare, we contrast, and that should be the beginning of our journey. So this is kind of like stereotyping, recognizing patterns that exist, we start to stereotype, because we're looking at things that we're aware of. Okay, but what I'm not saying is stereotyping is not the end of the process. It should be the beginning of a process, a beginning of an awareness of patterns that we're drawing as well naturally and an ability to fix correct patterns as well. So that being said, for people, we can also talk about saliency with anything else. Um, pattern recognition is the first thing that happens. But saliency is really, um, if I define salience, as a noun, it's the quality of being particularly noticeable or important. And so saliency is that quality, you know, I'm like noticing something and it's particularly noticeable. So really, we are talking about if you've got three or more things in a row and one of them is they're all the same thing. Let's imagine suit jackets and one of them is particularly a little bit more noticeable than the others. It becomes salient. So the example in the original uh, audio that I gave was The Purple Cow by Seth Godin. As if you want somebody to notice your business, you have to be much more salient. You have to stick out in a crowd of people. And the ways that you can do that is, for example, offering something that the others don't offer. Being much more salient in your marketplace. Okay. So a purple cow in amongst the field of black and white cows. Great. People will notice that purple cow because it's a pattern that catches attention. Likewise, when we talk about saliency, we can also describe this idea of what is the nature of a thing. So if you compare a sports jacket to a bomber jacket to a, um, a dining jacket, etc., we start to see qualities and we contrast those qualities together to arrive at like a unified idea about what this thing, this jacket is. Um, so by being able to compare and contrast, we can drill down to the very nature of something as well. So it's this idea of saliency, being noticeable, observable versus the nature of a thing. Trying to define any, any either of these, by the way, saliency or what is the nature of one thing by just looking at one example is usually a supremely silly thing to do <laughs> so the idea is if you want to understand saliency you know if you want to see am i physically by my aesthetic appearance am i a salient individual we'll go into a crowd of people and see if people can spot you pick you out of a crowd very easily very quickly uh, who is more salient and that's largely also depending on context so for example if i'm walking around asia but i'm blonde the chances of be me being much more salient are of course you know increased likewise if i'm a tall person walking around in a crowd of short people right much more salient so there are ways to increase saliency okay 
uh, sorry, salience. And then also the idea of the determining the nature of one object, one action, one business, whatever it is, by comparing it to others that are not similar to it with different natures, we can start to we can start to understand what is this thing. So like I said, sports jackets versus bomber jackets versus dining jackets, etc. They're all different types of jackets. So if I want to understand the nature of my business, let me compare it with loads of other businesses as well. And we can see what business model actually fits the nature of my business or me, for example. So this is just one idea on salience and the nature of a thing. And it's all meant to be this idea of go go behind whatever it is that you think something is. So if I ask you, oh, what does you know, what does depression mean? Well, compare it with other forms of feelings as well, other forms of emotions. Um, but you can also compare it to um, emotions that are very similar to emotions that are very different. Okay, and you start to define it. Um, the actions as opposed to the feelings, as opposed to the speech patterns, as opposed to the attitudes. You know, you can compare it to these other things that aren't emotions as well to drill down to what it is and how it influences everything. So saliency is just an idea about um, something is more relatively defined than self-defining. That's my point, is that you define something by its context. It can define itself by what surrounds it. Um, And the nature of a thing is meant to be, well, if I take this thing on its own, not defined by the context, does it also still have a definition? So my two examples so far are still very close together where I'm comparing these things. And I think the final idea to leave you with is this idea of defining a word. So if I define a word like, uh, I think previously I did have. So forget have, if I just do the word, uh, let's say leg. And you look up in the dictionary and, and the definition of the word leg is like a supporting appendage. Okay, great. That's the definition of the thing. But then in a sentence, if I say, oh, yes, having a university degree can give you a leg up. Well, actually, in the sentence, what I'm trying to say is a benefit and advantage. And the word leg is then defined according to the sentence. Oh, okay, we see it's connected with the word up. Okay, great. And give you a leg up. So it it gives you a support, uh, something to boost you on your trajectory upwards. And the idea of focusing a lot more on defining something by its context rather than defining it in an absolute sense and what that can do for you. So I'm going to stop it there. Nice short. Usually these uh, audios are... Uh, at least 20 minutes long. I try to make them about 20 to 25 minutes long. Uh, But these double clicks, I've decided what I want to do is do shorter versions. I don't want to milk it for everything it's worth, just a short version. So between five and 10 minutes as as I need it. Um, If you found this this one point interesting, uh, I'm a fiend for the abstract. So of course, I love this type of stuff. you know, this is a good idea to share this with someone who also is uh, appreciative of abstract notions and how we can then think about them and chew on them and maybe take these people for a coffee, uh, share the podcast if you like. Um, as long as it adds a little bit of value to your life, my my job is done. All right. Until next time, good night, God bless, and goodbye.